Hi everyone. Um, thank you very much. Uh, it's Vincent again. Um, I decided to do. First of all, I want to thank everyone for you know positively you know taking the first pod, uh, podcast that I did. You know, I got um, a nice uh, you know positive responses, and uh, this friend of mine, this uh, friend of mine who gave me a feedback <coughs> a friend of mine who you actually together in campus and uh, he he did not understand how um, uh, good and evil explains the existence of God and he was um, uh, looking at them as uh, very separative uh, separate events he looked at uh, good and evil then he looked at God and he said they cannot be related they are very uh, distinct and separate um, entities and he brought up a, um, a very good. Uh, uh, he brought up uh, something called uh, the uh, Caucasian correlation fallacy. Well, for those who might not know what a uh, Caucasian correlation fallacy uh, says, it's actually it normally talks about two events, two or two events occurring together that have a cause-effect relation on each other. So um, he was looking at those, uh, you know. Um, um, the uh, me using um, um, uh, evil and good uh, as separate from its uh, relationship to, uh, to 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 God and well it's it's I get where he's coming from but then the problem with uh, his uh, his argument is that uh, the collision of our fallacy uh, assumes two distinct events that are and uh, that have co- uh, uh, effect on each other. What I was basically saying when I was using um, uh, good and evil, I was not, they're not separate events. In fact, one cannot, uh, cannot, uh, cannot stand on its own. Because when we say there is evil, evil, then we have to agree that it's good. Because um, uh, someone uh, called C.S. Lewis, uh, when he was addressing uh, atheists who say that you know if god exists why then do we have all these evil things in the world and um, um and C.S. Lewis was saying you know they are trying uh, atheists say that we have a crooked line bad things are happening then if there is a crooked line it assumes a straight line that means if there is evil crooked um line there is good which is a straight line so that then uh, proves we cannot have evil and say that we do not have good. And I was trying to say that evil and good depend on each other. Not really depend, but one cannot exist if the other one does not exist. And I was basically saying then <clears throat> that uh, if we have evil, then we have good. Then if we have good, we have the moral law. Now the moral law, they basically distinguish between what what basically distinguishes between uh, good, uh, good and and evil? So there must be something that shows these are the characteristics of evil and these are characteristics of good. So that is the moral law. So then I said, if we have the moral law, then who came up with these moral laws? You get. Uh, so if if uh, there's moral law, that means we have a moral law. Give, but get, I want you to understand. There's a difference between moral law. And and uh, when it comes to uh, you know just basic uh, laws of the land, that, so someone cannot argue with 
the, the point of um, the, uh, the laws of the land. So when I said then evil is you know evil exists because uh, exists because also good exists and if there is good there is a moral uh, law and um, and if there is moral law that means we have a moral giver so if we deny the existence of God the moral law giver that means we are assuming there is no moral law then then we are assuming there is no good then we are assuming there is not there is no evil so there is someone called um, Richard Dawkins. <laughs> And he, he, this is what he said. We have to deny the reality of evil if our argument is going to stand. So basically what was he saying? He was saying as as uh, atheist, we have to completely deny that evil exists if our argument that God does not exist stands. So then that brings a problem because... Um, we all know that evil exists, and we all know that good exists. Not unless we want to have a moral, uh, to have um, our stream mentality and say evil does not exist, and there's nothing as evil and good. So then uh, I asked my friend, uh, "So what then do you believe in? How? What? What? What is your belief?" Then he said he believes in evolution. Now, the problem with evolution is does not explain the big bang. Actually, um, evolution did not cause the Big Bang. So, at atheist and anyone who believes in uh, evolution, that's another problem they need to deal with or they have to deal with. Then, who you know, you know, evolution does not cover for a Big Bang, and and so um, you know, the, another point comes up with the point of uh, uh, physical entities. Now, how do I want to say about physical entities? I'll give an example, a situation of a mango, a mango tree. Now, a mango tree bears mangoes, and the mangoes as they are a result of the tree, the mango tree. So then, the mangoes have a physical cause effect from the mango tree, and the mango tree has another physical effect. So every physical entity has another physical um, uh, entity that causes it. Because there's no physical entity that exists on its own. So then, um, um, if somebody says, hey, listen, oh, we can go with the argument of the physical entities, then I'll ask them a question. If we, we, we use an argument of saying that, hey, listen, there's physical entities which cause each other, we'll be having a problem of a loop, a continuous loop. And you see, a continuous loop, it is a tunnel. So if we're at, we, we, we move from where we are going backwards... We, we would go backward eternal or we will go f- um, uh, forward eternally so we would not have presence we cannot you see you cannot have a present existing if we are going eternally back so we have to have a beginning point for us to move so if the, we bring the argument of the loop then we cannot have a, a, the present so the argument of the loop cannot stand so then um, back in um, before um, the 50s that argument was there and they said they were actually uh, they believed in uh, uh, in the galaxy being at the beginning point of uh, of uh, of uh, of every single co- uh, single physical quantity but then that argument was thrown out because 
wow they actually realize i don't remember the name of the scientist who actually say, uh, said that there's no non physical entity that can uh, derive uh, that can uh, you know pick its uh, uh, characteristics from an um, from uh, there's no uh, uh, beginning point which can be a physical entity and he said that the only explanation is that we must have an unphysical entity that exists for physical entities to actually start existing and he brought a point of a personal agent that decides to exist on its own so that we have an unexisting uh, physical entity that causes the existence of physical entities and um, um, that brought a point of space uh, matter and time because now when they're having an argument of galaxy being uh, the, the basis of every single physical entity existing but you see that the world cannot exist if space matter and time does not exist and another problem is that they have to exist in the same time what am i saying what i'm saying is this if we had matter and we don't have space where do we put matter if you have uh, space and matter and we do not have time when do we put it so that brings a point of space matter and time have to exist in the same time for uh, for the world to exist but now then that then as uh, uh, brings to a point whereby if they have to exist at the same time the creation or the uh, uh, the the then physical entity that cause, causes uh, them to exist has to be outside has to be outside space matter and time and that is what I was talking about the creator now so for for that then brings us to the bible this is what the bible says the bible says in the beginning time the uh, god non physical entity created the heavens space and the earth matter and this one is a very simple explanation on how the beginning of earth started so guys i just wanted to address that simple point and i'm, uh, I'm going to embark to the journey we started on uh, religion and uh, and existence <coughs> religion and uh, the, the the talk that we had on the fat post uh, pod, uh, podcast on religion and the existence of uh, um existence of god so thank you very much guys so peace Hi guys, um thank you very much for um, joining me. Um I hope that everyone has been okay. Um I've been okay myself. Um I'm just want to um to continue with uh, what we did last time and uh, just a reminder that uh, we um talked about um good and evil uh, being um an evidence of uh, the existence of God. Um uh, a moral authority because uh, we actually said that uh, if you um, believe that is good and evil existing then who told you who told you that good and evil exist where did you get that from even somebody who comes from uh, Scandinavia who has never been in a setup where we we have laws even where they are they know very well killing is bad because it is ingrained in their hearts ingrained in their in their conscious which is conscious basically is of knowledge of you know it you do not know how but your it is in your dna dna you know that it is bad to kill it is bad to steal
And that in itself points to a moral authority that has written those laws in our own hearts. Now, um, I want to, um, uh, to talk about a few things just before we, uh, we continue with the series uh, on uh, religion. And I just want to touch on uh, evolution because every single time I, I, I post a podcast, one of the things that I normally deal with, it is um, trying to, uh, I get, of course, I get questioned on uh, the existence of God. And um, um, I normally uh, ask uh, what other person believes in. And we know we have, um, you know, evolution. And people come up with evolution as uh, uh, evidence. And we know that evolution, uh, for most people who believe in evolution, they normally um, get their beliefs from Charles Darwin's book, which is the, the origin of species. And uh, he, Charles Darwin, uh, believes that uh, we evolved from apes. And, 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 and they, okay, and if we start asking where did the apes come from uh, we know that <laughs> we are going to start uh, a conversation where we uh, start uh, talking about uh, life uh, the ape came from a single cell but then if we uh, ask where did the cell come from or even leave alone the part of where did the cell come from if we say then uh, let's give an example of an eye an eye let's say that cell, the eye cell, where did the eye cell get food from? That eye cell that started existing, a single cell, where did it get the food from? How did it find food? Did it have a brain? Then if, even if it had a brain and it came from where we do not even know, then why did the, the eye decide to become two? Why did the ape not have one eye? Who told the ape that it needs two eyes to exist? So it just doesn't make sense. And even if you ask ourselves, that ape existed from our, uh, from a single cell, um, then did the, did the heart come from, or did the heart exist first before the veins? And if the heart came from, uh, existed first, uh, how did the blood move in the body of that ape to where it to live? And if the veins existed first, because, uh, you know, one cell has to come before the other. One cell has to develop first for another cell to develop and all that. Where did the other cells come? Uh, where did the uh, blood, how did the blood move? Did it move just on cells as the heart developed? So that it, it cannot make sense. Surely it cannot make sense. And I know that uh, we also have Big Bang, uh, Big Bang Theory. And uh, and before I talk about even Big Bang, I know that in evolution that, uh, you know, they say that, uh, you know, <laughs> There's uh, where uh, human beings were, were living in water and they adapted this adaptation and they adapted and came to land and they started existing. I don't know if they are using uh, what they're using to breathe in when, when they're living in the water. Was it fins, lungs? So it basically doesn't make sense, honestly. Uh, when we, we go to Big Bang, for those who um, believe in Big Bang, uh, I've always, uh, <laughs> we don't even want to ask what caused the bang. But I want to honestly ask, who has ever seen a bang that causes order? That we had a bang and every single thing started becoming in order. Trees started, uh, you know, being in, in order. Birth, you know, um, heaven, earth, sea, and things were organizing themselves in perfect order. Last time I checked, when you have a bang, thing, we just have chaos all over. 
basic chaos so big bang is just uh, i hope okay let me just leave it to that but there's no bang that causes order i can't i don't even want to go to the question of who, what who caused the bang and what where did the materials come from that's just a discussion of another day so we can we can talk about uh, big bang and evolution does not even explain big bang so the guys who believe in evolution have a problem to you know uh, starting uh, explaining uh, about big bang because they can't even explain that and guys who believe in big bang are confused about evolution so they also have their own things to sort out so that is just basically does not make sense and the best answer i get in fact from 99% of every single person i have a conversation with in regards to big bang or or evolution is that i do not know i don't know i just don't know uh, so if you don't know and you're told this uh, you don't you know your exit clause will be i do not know but then they would laugh you know and uh, you know at the, somebody who believes that is a single creator who created every single thing uh, man birds heavens and earth and all that so uh, you know uh, it's just interesting when you see that but the funny thing is that the people who be- believe in evolution and big bang believe normally nine almost 100% like not in way 100% but most of them let me just don't uh, just say uh, numbers for the sake of but most of them believe they are smarter than christians or not even christians but anyone who believes in god they normally believe that they are smarter that people who believe in a, in god they are dumb but if you ask them an interrogator on what they believe in they tell you they do not know so you wonder how somebody smarter who is smart does not even know to, uh, some and i will tell you where the problem is the prob there's this guy called um frank turek he normally does apologetics and he normally asks atheists or agnostics then if god does not exist if for example christianity was true would you accept christianity and you know their answer no and he asks them what do you mean no if christianity is true you cannot accept christianity for example i say yeah well and the reason is this their problem is normally not about their mind it is not in their minds it is in their hearts they know that if i accept that god exists if i accept the fact that god exists then i have to to trade the things that i love so much the lives that i live i will have to trade it for god because i know that god has more he has he has he has uh, these moral values that come with accepting that god lives that god exists so i rather completely say that god does not exist for me to become comfortable in the things that i do so basically that is normally the problem it has never been a mind thing an intellectual thing it has been a heart problem and that is why you would see them say no i cannot accept god even if i've proven that he lives and normally that is the problem so um uh for the mere purpose uh for more reason why you'd find that even uh uh atheists um uh, uh who 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 actually exist right now one of the things the book of james you can just have a reference in the bible in the book of james chapter 4 verse 6 
it actually says that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Normally the problem is that most of them, most people who, uh, you know, as I just said earlier on, that the mere fact that you believe others are stupid or they are foolish, then the proudness in you, God resists it. He does resist it. And when he does that, he gives humble to those who, uh, humility to those who are not proud. So that is normally um, uh, something that normally is seen a lot. And the book of Romans 1.28 says that um, since they uh, did not think that it was worthy to acknowledge God, he gave them out or gave them over to their deprived mind to do what ought not to be done. For the mere fact that he said that God does not exist. God says, ah, I mean, what do I do? I have to give. I, I cannot force you because there is free will. So God gives you, give them up to the things that they, the deprived mind, the things that they want to do, those things that they hold so much. They don't want to leave them, that life that they live, so that they are not under judgment of God. And so um, that is what I wanted to tackle today. Um, um, and then I hope that you're going to see each other in the next um, uh, podcast where I'll be talking about now, touching on now uh, religions, because I just wanted to to um, have an overview of, um, you know, uh, evolution and Big Bang and the alternatives to, uh, to the beliefs of the existence of God. So thank you very much, guys. I hope to see you next time. Hi guys, um, thank you very much for um, joining me. Um, I hope that everyone has been okay. Um, I've been okay myself. Um, I just want to um, to continue with uh, what we did last time and uh, just a reminder that uh, we um, talked about uh, good and evil uh, being um, an evidence of uh, the existence of God because um, we actually say that uh, if you um, believe that it's good and evil existing, then who told you? Who told you that good and evil exist? Where did you get that from? If somebody who comes from uh, Scandinavia who has never been in a setup where we we have laws, even where they are, they know very well killing is bad because it is ingrained in their hearts in their in their conscious which is conscious basically is knowledge of you know it you do not know how but your it is in your DNA DNA you know that it is bad to kill it is bad to steal and that in itself she points to a moral authority that has written those laws in our own hearts now um, I want to uh, uh, to talk about a few things just before we uh, we continue with the series uh, on religion and I just want to touch on uh, evolution because every single time I, I, I post a podcast one of the things that I normally deal with it is um, trying to uh, I get of course I get questioned on uh, the existence of God and um, um, I normally uh, ask what the other person believes in and we know we have um, you know evolution come up with evolution as uh, uh, evidence and we know that evolution uh, for most people who believe in evolution they normally um, get their beliefs from Charles Darwin's book which is uh, the origin of species 
Charles Darwin uh, believes that uh, we evolved from apes. And 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 they okay, and they, we start asking where did the apes come from? Uh, we know that <laughs> we are going to start uh, a conversation where we uh, start uh, talking about uh, life. Uh, the ape came from a single cell, but then if we ask where did the cell come from, or even leave alone the part of where did the cell come from, if we say then. Let's give an example of an eye. An eye. Let's say that cell, the eye cell. Where did the eye cell get food from? That eye cell that started existing, a single cell. Where did it get the food from? How did it find food? Did it have a brain? Then if even if it had a brain and it came from where we do not even know, then why did the, the eye decide to become two? Why did the ape not have one eye? Who told the ape that it needs two eyes to exist? So it just doesn't make sense. And even if we ask ourselves, that ape existed from uh, from a single cell, um, then did the, did the heart come from, or did the heart exist first before the veins? And if the heart came from, uh, existed first, uh, how did the blood move in the body of that ape to it to live? if the veins existed first because uh, you know one cell has to come before the other one cell has to develop first one other cell to develop and all that where did the other cells come uh, where did the uh, blood how did the blood move did it move just on cells as they had developed so that it, it cannot make sense surely it cannot make sense and i know that uh, we also have big bang uh, big bang theory and uh, and before i talk about even big bang i know that in evolution that uh, you know they say that uh, you know <laughs> there is uh, where uh, human beings were, were living in water and they adapted this adaptation and they adapted and came to land and started existing I don't know if they are using uh, what they are using to breathe in when, when they are living in the water was it fins, lungs so it basically doesn't make sense honestly uh, when we, we go to Big Bang for those who um, believe in Big Bang, uh, I've always, uh, <laughs> we don't even want to ask what caused the bang. But I want to honestly ask, who has ever seen a bang that causes order? That we had a bang and every single thing started becoming in order. Trees started uh, you know, being in, in order, birth, you know, um, heaven, earth, sea, and things were organizing themselves in perfect order. Last time I checked, when you have a bang, think we just have chaos all over. Basic chaos. So Big Bang is just uh, okay. Let me just leave it to that. But there's no bang that causes order. I can't. I don't even want to go to the question of who, what, who caused the bang and what, where did the materials come from. That's just a discussion of another day. So we can we can't talk about um, Big Bang. And evolution does not even explain Big Bang. So the guys who believe in evolution have a problem to, you know, uh, starting uh, explaining uh, about Big Bang because they can't even explain that. And guys who believe in Big Bang are confused about evolution. So they also have their own things to sort out. So that is just basically does not make sense. And the best answer I get, in fact, from 99% of every single person I have a conversation with in regards to Big Bang or, or evolution, is that I do not know. I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, so if you don't know and you're told this, uh, you don't, you know, you're, 
exit clause will be i do not know but then they would laugh you know and you know at the, somebody who believes that is a single creator who created every single thing uh, man birds heavens and earth and all that so uh, you know uh, it's just interesting when you see that but the funny thing is that the people who be- believe in evolution and big bang believe normally nine almost 100% like not in way 100% but most of them let me just don't uh, just say uh, numbers for the sake of but most of them believe they are smarter than christians or not even christians but anyone who believes in god they normally believe that they are smarter that people who believe in a in god they are dumb but if you ask them an interrogate on what they believe in they tell you they do not know so you wonder how somebody smarter who is smart does not even know to, uh, some and i will tell you where the problem is the prob there's this guy called um, frank turek he normally does apologetics and he normally asks atheists or agnostics then if god does not exist if for example christianity was true would you accept christianity and do you know their answer no and he asks them what do you mean no if christianity is true you cannot accept christianity for example and say yeah well. and the reason is this their problem is normally not about their mind it is not in their minds it is in their hearts they know that if i accept that god exists if i accept the fact that god exists then i have to to trade the things that i love so much the lives that i live i will have to trade it for god because i know that god has more he has he has he has uh, these moral values that come with accepting the godly that god exists so i rather completely say that god does not exist for me to become comfortable in the things that i do so basically that is normally the problem it has never been a mind thing an intellectual thing it has been a heart problem and that is why you would see them say no i cannot accept god even if i've proven that he lives and normally that is the problem so um uh for the mere purpose uh for more reason why you would find that even uh uh atheists um uh, uh who 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 actually exist right now one of the things the book of james you can just have a reference in the bible in the book of james chapter 4 verse 6 actually says that god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble only the problem is that most of them most people who uh, you know as i just said earlier on that the mere fact that you believe others are stupid or they are foolish then the proudness in you god resists he does resist it and when he does that he gives humble to those who uh, humility to those who are not proud so that is normally a uh, something that normally is seen a lot and the book of romans 128 says that um, since they uh, did not think that it was worthy to acknowledge god he gave them out or gave them over to their deprived mind to do what ought not to be done for the mere fact that he said that god does not exist god says ah, i mean what do i do i have to give I, I cannot force you because there is free will so god gives you and gives them up to the things that they the deprived mind the things that they want to do those things that they hold so much they don't want to leave them 
that life that they live so that they are not under judgment of God. And so um, that is what I wanted to tackle today. Um, um, and then I hope that you're going to see each other in the next um, uh, podcast where I'll be talking about now, touching on now uh, religions, because I just wanted to to um, have a overview of, um, you know, uh, evolution and Big Bang and the alternatives to, uh, to the beliefs of the existence of God. So thank you very much, guys. I hope to see you next time. Thank mm-hmm. you.